Thanks for joining us for this episode. And before we get started, please take a moment to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. If you want to learn more about any guest featured in this episode or access any content or resources discussed, be sure to check out the show notes in the episode description. We hope today's episode increases truth and inspires hope in the lives of your church, your business, your family, and beyond. Welcome to the Must Increase Podcast. All right, welcome to the Must Increase Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Clayton, and I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. Well, today's episode is going to be all about the Apple event that was hosted earlier this week on Tuesday, uh, what would have been September the 12th, and they released in, uh, just to give you the, the quick of it, they released new Apple Watches and new iPhones that did not that is not a surprise everybody kind of assumed that's the new products that would be released what was not released or discussed was anything in the world of iPad, which I'm a little bit disappointed in because I was uh, kind of hoping to maybe upgrade my iPad, but the rumor is that that's probably not coming until next month or possibly later this fall. But the we do have new watches, new phones. And so we're going to jump into that here in just a moment. The thing I have to say right off the top of the episode here, as we talk about this event, is that uh, they love to spend time uh, in this event, Apple, talking about their commitment to the environment and being carbon neutral. And they spent just way too much time talking about that. So uh, I'm not going to talk about any of that today because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, good for the planet, but I uh, I just care what new phones and watches you have uh, for us here. So, uh, but that was interesting that they spent so much time making, making a really big deal of that. Uh, but let's talk about the actual products that were released uh, yesterday, or yeah, yesterday at the time of recording earlier this week. And we will start with the watch. And so I'm going to share my screen and go ahead and give the uh, typical courtesy that I like to to our audio listeners out there. Maybe check out the description so that you can hit see the link to watch the video version of this particular episode because I will be sharing my screen. And while I'll do my best as always to give a good audible uh, description as well, uh, it's going to be a little bit more, uh, I guess maybe easier to follow if you are able to follow along with the visuals on the video version. So again, check out the description to access our YouTube version of this. And while you're there, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, like the video, all that good stuff. And uh, send us a comment if you got questions, all the good stuff. We would really appreciate that. Anyways, I'm going to share my screen now uh, so that we can talk a little bit about wh what uh, what they came out with. So uh, let's actually go and talk about the watches first. Uh, so let's just kind of go through some of the highlight uh, features of the Apple Watch Series 9. So they actually came out with two new models. It was the Series 9 and the Ultra Two. I'll be honest with you, the watch is great. I actually really enjoy my watch. I'm currently using the Apple Watch SE. 
because uh, it's it's the most affordable one. The price starts, as you can see here, at two forty nine. Uh, and so for me, that has been the uh, the the one that works for me because I'm really using it, obviously, to check the time. You know, if I get a message or something like that uh, that comes through or a phone call, it's nice to be able to see that. Uh, nice to be able to control your music or your podcast from it. And uh, I will say the fitness and activity tracker has something that's become uh, more important to me in recent years. And so I do appreciate that. That's probably actually the greatest part of the Apple Watch for me now is that. But all that to say, the SE handles all of that just fine. There are a few features and, and kind of uh, enhancements, if you will, on the actual Series 9 and, and Ultra versions of the watch that are great. But for me, the SE has been more than enough. But these are the, they, they did not release a new SE that, that they only update that every couple of years. Uh, so the Series 9 and the Ultra 2 are what we're going to be looking at here. Uh, just, and again, I'm going to try to give a quick overview of this just because uh, Apple has getting to where for all their products now, they make a really big deal of stuff that is really not that big of a deal anymore. And some of that is because uh, it's really not that big of a deal. And yes, some of it is because we are spoiled uh, first world uh, consumers here. And we've seen just about everything you can do with a watch and a phone, or at least it seems like. And so we're kind of hard to impress. Uh, that said, Apple does like to make really big deals about really small features. There are a couple notable things as we'll talk about as we go here. So, uh, you know, see smarter, brighter, you know, all of that. Of course, they are gonna lead the way by talking about how it's the most powerful chip in an Apple Watch yet. Um, the, the display on this Apple Watch Series 9 is uh, twice as bright. Um, and so let's kind of, again, continue to kind of dive in here. Um, this S9 chip for the watch. Uh, I'm not gonna go through all the specifics, all the technical things. You can go to the website, or if you're watching the video, you can pause the video and read the description here. Uh, but basically it's faster and it's 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 faster. I mean, that's really uh, the main thing that this chip does, but it also enables a new gesture that I actually do think is the most compelling aspect of these new Apple Watch lines. And we will talk about that right now. So that's this double tap feature. Again, as you can see, it's demonstrating it here on the screen if you're watching. So essentially, if you get a phone call or if, uh, if there's really any variety of things that could happen, and again, they let's replay that animation here. So you're getting a phone call, you double tap your fingers there and somehow the watch is detecting that and it answers the phone call. And the application of this uh, is to a lot of different areas. You can pay, play and pause your music. Uh, again, answer, answer a call, stop or, or, or start a uh, timer, uh, reply to a message, uh, check your your stacks while holding, you know, they say, hey, you can do this while you're holding your coffee, holding your baby, holding your toddler. I mean, it is pretty cool because the thing about the Apple Watch that I've always observed uh, and observed even early on when it came out, in fact, I remember interacting with somebody when the Apple Watch first came out and I didn't, I didn't uh, go out and get an Apple Watch until after it was out for maybe a year or two. But I do remember interacting with someone in particular one time who had one on. And of course, all I had was my phone. And I kind of made the, uh, the, the comment, kind of dig at, at, at this person at her. Uh, I said, hey, uh, you know, you've got your watch, but if you think about it, your watch requires two hands to use, whereas with my phone, uh, I can use it with one hand. Uh, and because think about it, you get, if you, up until this little feature, you get a call or you get something on your watch, you've got to raise your one hand and interact with the other. That's how you do it. So essentially, uh, if you are holding something uh, in this hand, if you're holding a drink or something in your in your other hand and something happens on your watch, I'll confess, I have been the guy when I feel like it's a really desperate need and I just don't wanna put this down. I've tapped it with my nose. 
I've done that before. Not not many times, but I've done it. Uh, and so instead of nose tapping um, or having to scramble to put your you know your drink down or whatever you're holding, now all you have to do to interact is double tap your fingers just like that, and you can do some of these basic interactions on the phone. And so again, this is a this is a really interesting. Um, you know, way to, uh, to, to, to kind of like interact again with your, not your phone, your watch. And uh, that actually would be the one feature that would, uh, compel me to maybe consider upgrading my watch. But again, I think I'm going to be fine. I don't think I'm going to worry about it this year. Cause I can imagine maybe them most likely adding this to the SE when they refresh it next year. So I think I'll hold out for that, but I am looking forward to being able to utilize that at some point. Of course, they talk about the brighter display um, they increased, uh, Siri capabilities, uh, being able to, uh, control your home pod in it, better way. and again, I'm just not going into all the details of this right now. Uh, it does have an, uh, this increased, um, being able to rather more accurately find, uh, your phone using your watch. Um, and watch OS 10, of course, is, is part of the new Apple watch, or it's going to be what the, what it launches and ships with, but you'll be able to enjoy most of the features of watch OS 10 on many of the latest Apple watches. And so that is the series nine. Well, let's go up here and let's take a look to at the ultra two. Now the ultra was launched last year. The main thing with the ultra is that it is a, uh, it is a rugged, very durable, very large watch uh, that is designed for those who are really looking to, you know, do a lot really with the outdoors. I mean, I'll be honest, it's a pretty small niche that they're targeting with the Ultra. It's for really the, like, the, I mean, Ultra is the great, a great description of those who are very ultra consumed with doing outdoor activities, divers, uh, scuba divers, um, those who like to hike and climb and all of that. Um, really, truth be known, and Apple knows this as well, uh, the average person does not need this watch in that it does not, it's not necessarily designed for the average person, but there's many average people that are buying it um, because it is very durable. Um, and so that is one of the, the really great things about this watch is, is they introduced the Ultra last year. This is the second version of it. Um, so it is truly, really tough. It's made with titanium, water resistant up to 100 meters, um, dust resistant. I mean, it is a really, really durable watch. It's got this, uh, it's going to be the brightest display that they've ever had. The display on this is really huge. Again, I've tried one of these watches on uh, when I went to the Apple store and um, you may not know it from watching these episodes, but I'm not a small person. I'm about six foot five. Um, and I, I tend to have larger, you know, my, my, I have it, my hand is larger than the average person, I guess put it that way. Um, and when I put the Apple Watch Ultra on, it felt like this, this, if, my joke when I see people wearing an Ultra, an Ultra, the joke I like to crack at them is, hey, how does it feel to be wearing an iPad on your wrist? You know, cause it is huge. It is just a big old chunk there, but it's very, because of that, the screen is larger. The screen is, uh, the whole watch itself is more durable. I had a friend the other day uh, with a horrible Apple Watch incident where somehow he slammed his watch against the wall and he cracked the corner of it that's very unlikely to happen with the ultra um it is a true uh, uh just kind of beast of a watch in terms of um uh, durability it's got this action button on the side which is different from the normal apple watch there is only the two on the normal apple watch there's only two of the actual 
um, the only two uh, button, I should say buttons, there's the digital crown on the one side and then the, uh, the, the button on the, that button as well on that, uh, both on the uh, right side of the watch. Uh, but this one adds one to the other side of the watch, this orange action button, which allows you to, you know, do, um, basically you can just make that, assign that button to do whatever you want it to do. Uh, start a workout, mark a compass waypoint, begin a dive, you know, I mean, all these different things, again, rugged activities. Uh, so there, that, that is the, um, and then of course here on the other side, you see the other buttons and they've got different speakers, antennas, things like that. Again, I'm just trying not to dive too far into the weeds on all the things with it. The greatest thing about the Apple Watch Ultra that again would be the one thing that would really uh, appeal to me about it is that it has an crazy battery life. Um, you can have up to 36 hours of normal use and then up to 72 hours when you put the low power settings on. Um, and uh, so that means you could have, uh, if you had, because you, when you have the workouts, tracking the, your workouts on your watch, it does use a little more battery. Uh, and so you could you could track 17 hours worth of workouts when you're using that low power mode. That is a really good battery. Because uh, I will say the thing about the Apple Watch, um, not, a, not a huge deal, like you just learn to live it, but you know, you basically have to charge it every night. Um, and you know, it would be nice to have more battery on the watch here. Of course, it's all got that same S9 chip uh, in it. Um, and then it's got this same feature with being able to double tap uh, with your fingers to you know, do some actions. Oh, and it's carbon neutral. Wonderful. Great. It's a first in Apple Watch. You can go to the website to read more about that. Uh, so this is the Apple Watch Ultra. Um, again, there's a few more features here, but again, I'm just not going to take the time to go through all this about how it tracks just your metrics a little bit more accurately. It does have a really advanced GPS uh, in it uh, as well. Um, and then they're going to talk a little bit about the bands that they have and all of these things. They've got a good compass. Um, you know, because that is the thing. I mean, this, this watch again is built for those who like want to go out in the middle of nowhere, uh, and only have a watch. Um, you know, those who are going to go do some kind of a, you know, multi-day hike camp type deal. I mean, this is, this is the watch, uh, for you. Uh, again, all the different things, uh, that it can do here. Yes. Does it, I mean, if you're into diving, it's great for that. It's got, it's got some, uh, apps and being able to determine your depth and all of that. Again, not a diver, don't really plan on being one. So, um, you know, it is, it is really, uh, really, really good if you're into any of that. Uh, so yeah, again, this is the kind of the, and, and yeah, this is something nice too on the watches. It's got this emergency SOS, um, so that is pretty cool. You know, crash detection, that's something introduced last year. All Apple Watch Ultras do come with cellular. There's no Wi-Fi only option. Uh, and so, yeah, that is the, the Apple Watch Ultra 2. Now, if you're going to do a side-by-side -side comparison of them in terms of, hey, which one should I consider getting? Um, well, really, it's going to come down to cost. Again, I think uh, most people out there, you could go and get the SE and you'd be very happy with that. Um, that starts at 249, the series nine, 399, and then the ultra two is an $800 watch. Uh, and so you can look at the comparisons again, we're not going to take the time to do all of that right now. Um, but, uh, that is what Apple had in terms of the Apple watch. Okay. Let's move on to what most people are going to be caring about. And that is talking about the iPhone, the new iPhone 15 and the iPhone 15 pro. So uh, they technically released uh, four new models, the 15, the 15 plus, the 15 pro and the 15 pro max. 
Um, and so let's take a look here. What, what I think I'm going to do here is this is actually the pro. I'm going to dive into that because I'll be honest with you, the plus, uh, just like they've done, uh, started doing quite a bit in recent, or actually they kind of, they kind of started doing this last year. They're basically taking the, the pro or the regular, like the iPhone, in this case, the iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 plus, and they're essentially taking most of the features from the 14 from what would have been the 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max, and just kind of like tweaking some things and then now branding it as the iPhone 15. Um, I don't really understand. I mean, I, I do understand from a marketing perspective why, they're do, why they are doing that. Um, but I mean, really, it, it is a really weird spot because this is exactly where we were last year too, because this is when they started doing that. Um, they basically took the 14, uh, which is essentially just the 13 Pro, again, slightly repackaged. Uh, but there are, it's it's a really weird trade-off. If I, I'm not gonna have the time to, but if I did, I could go in and I could show you if when we're doing a, the actual comparison and you, you start comparing like, for example, the 15 Pro with the 14, or sorry, the 15 with the 14 Pro, um, and you start to really look at it, it's really weird. You, you find these situations where it's actually better to buy the 14 Pro for some aspects, like some elements, like for example, the, the ProMotion technology and always on display, that's still available in the 14 Pro, but not on the 15. Um, but then there's things about the 15 in terms of the camera and stuff that are better than the 14 Pro. So, I mean, Apple has officially, as of now, discontinued the 14 line altogether. Uh, but it is it, this has created this really weird place where it's it's better to buy last year's model for some reasons and better to buy this year's model for others. Um, so anyways, but that's what they're doing. So all that to say, that's why I'm just going to go through the Pro because the Pro is really the true new phone. There's not much all that new, a couple things uh, introduced on the 15 uh, that weren't already on the Pro version of the 14. So, and I know that's very confusing, but that's that's what Apple's done to us. I remember the days when Apple, you know, when they would release, um, you know, the uh, they would release the, uh, the the new iPhone, and that was it. it was just like one new phone, like it was iPhone iPhone 3G, iPhone 3GS, iPhone 4, iPhone 5. It was all pretty simple. And then we got to the six year and they decided to do the six, the six plus. And then from there, it just got really complicated. Uh, but think, this is this is where we're at in the world of iPhone now. And so all that to say, let me uh, get back to showing you my screen here. And let's walk through what we're looking at on the iPhone 15 Pro. Uh, and I'll do my best to, while I'm doing it, to be like, hey, this is available on the Pro uh, and not, or this is available on the normal 15, but uh, but that's the thing. The 15 does have the new chip, uh, the A17 Bionic chip, whereas the fifth or the 15 Pro has that, whereas the 15 does not. And so um, now Apple makes this really big deal about how these um, when it comes to this these new chips, how good they are at gaming. And I just don't care about gaming that much. So I mean, they they do this every year. They spend it feels like 20 minutes. Uh, featuring the new games that can run on these new fast trips and all this stuff. And that's great, I, I guess, in terms of like, oh, okay, it's really fast, but I'm just not, I'm not of a, of a gamer to, to tell. And I think that most people that are gaming, I don't want to speak for that community because again, I'm not a part of that community. So if you're in that community and you want to correct me, please do. But I don't think many of you are actually doing all your gaming or much of your gaming on your phone. I think you're doing it on your consoles and on your, on your like nicely built computers. Um, but anyways, they like to showcase the gaming capabilities of their new chip, and they did that. 
I think the cool part, uh, one of the cool things, uh, it just it comes in four colors, but I think what I really like about the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max is that it is a fully titanium. Um, it's made from titanium instead of aluminum. Uh, titanium, as they explain, is, uh, of course, they say this is uh, the same aerospace-grade titanium used for spacecraft, so that's pretty cool. Um, but the nice thing about titanium is it's very more, it's much more durable than aluminum, uh, and it's lighter. Uh, and so when they, they're, you know, they're saying that, hey, the, the weight on these phones, when you pick it up, it is significantly, you can notice the, the difference in terms of how light it is. Again, here is that A17 Pro, it's called, yeah, sorry, A17 Pro chip, uh, not Bionic chip. A17 Pro chip is, uh, hey, it's a, it's a big win for gaming. So that's, that's wonderful. Again, we're going to just keep moving on. Of course, the camera's better. You surprised? Really? Because they, they never do this. They never upgrade the camera. So this is a first. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're, uh, the camera's better. Um, and you, it says, Hey, this is the equivalent to having seven pro lenses in your pocket. You've got, uh, here's the ultra wide macro lens. Uh, here's the ultra wide 13 millimeter, uh, lens. Uh, then here would be the main, uh, 24 millimeter, uh, 28 millimeter, uh, 35 millimeter, 48 millimeter, uh, and then the 120 millimeter uh, lens. Now, this is cool. This is impressive. I will admit, I this is this is what I do, but I've never been a guy who's just fascinated with cameras in that I understand all the specs and things and all that. Um, usually for me, uh, the camera I used to make these episodes, like, hey, I, uh, I turn it on, I turn on the lights, it looks good. If I need to have some more advanced cinematography done, I, I have a guy for that. Um, and so I don't, I don't track with uh, cameras and their functionality and capabilities uh, all that much. I do know enough to know that this is impressive. Don't get me wrong. Like they, Apple, this is, this is the, but the only thing that's guaranteed they're going to do on a new phone every year is it's going to be faster and that's going to have a better chip and it's going to be better performance. And, uh, it's going to have a better camera. So this is cool. This is, this is, this is really great. I mean, it, it is, but is it enough for me to say, Hey, I'm going to go out and get this phone. No, again, I'm just not enough a photographer, uh, to, to really, uh, go and do that. So they're just going to talk to you about all the new detail and color that it can do, and it can shoot spatial videos so that you can use them on vision pro, which for those of you who may not remember what vision pro is, uh, let's go over here and show you what the vision pro is. Where did it go? Where'd it go? Let's get back at the top of this page so that we can, we find, yeah, it's vision. Okay. Here it is. Yeah. It's that headset thing. Yeah, we've already talked about that. Kind of trippy, kind of weird. Don't know how I feel about it. Um, well, actually I do, but we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, but anyways, but this allows you to take those, um, you can actually take what they call spatial videos, which basically is a version of kind of more or less a 3D video uh, that you can relive on the Vision Pro. Obviously it's hard for them to demonstrate how that works, but it's in terms of like visually seeing it because you'd have to be wearing the headset to really get the grasp how, how it uh, looks. But, it's essentially they explain how it'll use the the it'll combine the two uh, two of the cameras. You're basically going to be capturing through two of the cameras, and that's how 3D technology capture technology works. You're essentially capturing on two different lenses at two different depths to create that 3D effect, and so that's how that will work. That's coming uh, later this year. Um, and uh, okay, so it talks about the zoom, and this is this is interesting. It's a five times optical zoom. That's that's pretty good. Pretty impressive zoom. Uh, especially on a phone. Uh, now, this is a new thing that is available only on the Pro. Pretty much everything we've talked about so far is only on the Pro. Everything else, again, is on the regular 15. Uh, really, go look at the 14 and you'll figure it out. But the action button. So the action button, they kind of took their idea from the Ultra. And for the longest time now, we've had this silent
silence button on the side or, or, or toggle on the side of our phones. I mean, ever since it launched, uh, it's just you toggle uh, it into silent mode and off. But really, if you're anything like me and what most uh, normal people that uh, I know, uh, your phone is always on silent. Like that little toggle is always, always changed to silent all the time. And so I, I do appreciate this because Apple's like, okay, look, everybody's already got their phone on silent. Let's actually use that space a little bit better. So now it's called the action button. And you can still, uh, if you want it to toggle silent mode on and off, you can. Essentially, you hold this button, it does, and it does uh, one of your favorite features. So, uh, you know, things like, uh, it kind of gives some examples here. Uh, silent mode, it can turn on a focus mode. It can activate your camera. It can activate your flashlight. You can record a quick voice memo. Uh, you know, translate, magnifier, shortcut. Uh, you can even run a custom shortcut, which I think is pretty cool. Um, some accessibility features. So I, I do think that's a great use of that that space. Once again, is yeah. Let's again, everybody's probably and and anything that's not you know, for example, like your silent mode is still going to be accessible from like your control center. So swipe down and you can use it there. Um, so I think this is good. You know, let's let's take better use of that space. Since again, people like me always have their phone on silent anyways. Uh, now, the biggest thing about both iPhones this year, probably the biggest change to both of them, uh, and this is also on the 14, is that instead, we no longer have the lightning connector. We have the USB-C, which is very welcomed. And honestly, one of the only other reasons I would be tempted to upgrade, because everything else I have is USB-C, my computer, my iPad, everything is USB-C charging. And so now, in theory, the same cable can charge every device that I have, that sounds beautiful. Um, however, um, I, I'm not gonna get into the story. I just upgraded the, this 13 mini about six months ago out of necessity, because my other one broke. Uh, and so, I don't know, for me to, to make the jump to 15 for that reason alone, probably not, but I am just glad that it's here. Now we know moving forward, the iPhone is going to be USB-C, and for the iPhone Pro, it's actually USB-C 3, uh, which is uh, being a, which allows you to, if you do need to transfer files from, you know, by cable, uh, the old school way, if you will, uh, you can do that really fast. Um, and so that is uh, the probably the, by far the biggest um, addition as far as change to both mo the the 15 the 15 Pro both is now that we have uh, now we have the uh, the USB C is gonna what's gonna be used for connecting and charging and all of that and yes I know oh well I have the Lightning cable whatever like the chances you probably already have a USB C cable um, because you know Apple. Uh, or because not just Apple, but there's so many devices using it now. Um, and so chances are you're already there. And um, I'm pretty sure, um, we'll check this in a minute, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna be shipping a actual USB-C cable in the box. So you'll have that. You're not gonna have the little, the, the outlet for the wall, but they have uh, been providing that lately. Anyways, it, it is gonna be a complicated thing to move over from different cables for some people. But again, I think a lot of people out there, uh, you already have USB-C in one way or another. And the nice thing about USB-C is it's not proprietary to Apple. So you can buy a USB-C cable from pretty much anywhere at an affordable price. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's gonna be great because again, your 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 computer, your, uh, your iPad, your phone, you're gonna be able to use the same cable for everything. So it's gonna be nice uh, that, and also on like, the AirPods Pro, they also went ahead and just quietly, they didn't upgrade the AirPods Pro and as far as what they uh, what they do, but they did change it to where now if you buy AirPods Pro, you've got a, a USB, you've got a USB-C charger on that as well. 
Uh, the battery life uh, is, is, is good, up to 29 hours of video playback, 23 hours, uh, that's on the Max. The Max is going to have bigger battery because it's a bigger phone, so it's got more battery, uh, more, because it's physically larger, the battery can have more capacity and ability. Um, and you know, there's the roadside assistance via satellite. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a nice feature. I could see the benefit of that. And of course they introduced the emergency SOS with satellite, um, last year being able to, if you're out of service, you actually connect to a satellite, send an emergency text or, or even phone call. I can't remember if it's a phone call, but I know you can send a text for sure. Um, and oh, Hey, guess what? It's carbon neutral or kind of. I don't know. I can't track with all this, but 100% recycled aluminum. So that that's great. Although it says that, but I thought it was titanium. I'm guessing the inside has some aluminum. I don't know. And um, again, I don't care much about this. So <laughs> not your best source for what uh, what that's all about. Of course, iOS 17 is a big feature of, uh, of, of this year, but that's going to be available again on any iPhone probably released in the past uh, three or four years. I know I'm pretty sure it'll work all the way down on the iPhone, maybe even 12. Uh, and so, uh, that's nice, uh, as well. Uh, so that is the iPhone 15 pro and pro max. Now let's do a comparison here just real quick. Um, I'm uh, comparing the pro max, the, the 15 pro and the 15. Um, and so what we're looking at in terms of main differences, this is really the place to look at it here. Again, if you're watching, you'll see this. Uh, of course, you've got the ProMotion technology in the uh, Pro versions. Not going to go into all what all that is. Um, the always on display, that does mean that whenever your phone is, um, it, it can always have something displaying uh, even when the screen's technically not on and it doesn't kill the battery. It is pretty interesting. Um, so, of course, we've got the titanium on the Pro models, just the regular aluminum on the 15. Uh, the Dynamic Island is now available on all of them. They released that on the Pro model last year. Now it's going to be on all of them. Uh, you can see the difference here. The A17 Pro chip on the Pro models, the, A the A16 Bionic chip on the regular 15. Uh, and then, yeah, we're going into all the, the camera differences and not going to go through all that, but you can see there, you know, obviously your Pro, your Pro Max are going to be better. Um, and, uh, with the, the biggest difference between the pro and the pro max on the camera is the optical zoom options with the pro, you can only the pro itself. You can only go up to three times zoom optical zoom with the pro max, you can go up to five times optical zoom. And because of that they've justified a $200 increase between the two. Um, and then yes, the emergency SOS, of course, video is going to be, or video or battery rather is going to be a big difference. 20 hours on the 15, 23 on the 15. Pro and then 29 on the 15 Pro Max. We didn't look at the 15 Plus here because the 15 Plus is essentially the same as the 15 except for screen size and battery. You will be looking at 26 hours of uh, battery video playback on the 15 Plus as opposed to 20 on the 15. So that is something to note. Um, Cause again, the only other difference between the 15 and 15 Plus is battery life and screen size. That's, that's it. Uh, and then uh, as we get on the connectivity, yeah, USB-C up to USB 2 on the iPhone 15, USB-C up to USB uh, 3 on the Pro versions. Um, and yeah, we're kind of gonna go through here. Not really much more difference. Of course, MagSafe available on all of these. The capacity of the 15 Pro Max does start at 256. Pricing wise, let's scroll back up here and look at that. Your 15 is gonna be 799. Your 15 Plus, it's gonna be 899. 15 Pro, 999 and Pro Max, 1199. So $1,200, that is a $100 increase of what they have done in the past with the uh, Pro Max model. So that is your update.
on what you missed uh, during the Apple event, uh, uh, you're welcome because that was probably one of the most boring Apple events I watched because they spent so much time on the environmental stuff. And so you're welcome. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't, I spared you all the details on that because I didn't understand most of it. Um, and then also, uh, you know, again, it was kind of boring because uh, again, a lot of this is great. I, I do think the pro Mac or the pro the 15 pro rather is a, is a more significant jump than what maybe we've been accustomed to. Um, mainly because of the titanium aspect of it. The design of the 15 and 15 pro models are slightly different than the uh than than what we've gotten used to on the past what three years of iphones and that you can look if you look close you can see that the edges of the phone are a little bit more curved um very not a massive difference it's just kind of like they took a little sander there and just kind of like rounded the edges a little bit more um so they're a little more, more rounded and everything um but, uh, but yeah, again, so I, like I said, I, I do like the pro models. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to be upgrading to any of this anytime soon, at least. Um, for me, I was waiting on a new iPad cause I, I, I am in the market for a new iPad. Uh, but I hear that's coming next month. And if it does, I will let you know. But yeah, if you've got any thoughts, if I missed anything, please let me know. I, again, my, I do my best to condense all of the information uh, into something that's going to help just the average consumer. And but if you're, you know, follow it, following it a little bit more than I am, or if there's an important detail or feature you think that I glazed over or missed altogether, please drop me a comment, uh, shoot me an email, let me know your thoughts. Uh, but as always, it is so good to have you join us for this episode. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one right here on the Must Increase podcast. We are so glad you joined us for this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. You can connect with us online at mustincrease.com. And if you'd like a topic or question to be featured on a future episode, send us a text to 615-900-4461. Thanks again for joining us for this episode. And we look forward to seeing you next time as we continue to increase truth and inspire hope in the lives of others right here on the Must Increase podcast. Oh, 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 oh,